Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Miss Walsh. The week that Harold restores the faith. <laughs> yeah, it just obviously doesn't matter because Salah just does the exact same thing. I know. It was, it was nice to just finally get like a nice double return on captain after everyone's been agonizing over it the last few game weeks, but it's kind of a... Kind of a weird week where everyone scored very similar in the same clump, but I think Salah is kind of a big problem in terms of like the game because everyone owns him. Yeah, I tweeted there was not over ninety four percent of the top ten K owns him. Every active player pretty much owns him. There were like what two people on Slack were like, I can't believe I still don't own him. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like two of 200. So that's actually the pretty correct percentage. But, I mean, I'm not anywhere near the top 10K. You know, I'm still three. I'm 350K. I had a nice green today. So for me, it's not even... His points are still bringing me green. So I, I really don't care. But, yeah, if you're competing up there, it's tricky what to do with him because... You're just not gaining anything from him. Yeah, it's just at the point where his like effective ownership is over 100%. So if you own him and don't captain him, you're basically not gaining any ground in the overall rankings. And so, I mean, you got to just, if you have a captain blank and it's not Salah, and Salah goes, it comes in with a double return or at least a return in BAPS like he does every game, then you're just in trouble. So it's a tough one with Salah, but... Yeah, it's basically a dead spot. It's Mara's. Yeah, it's two. ten. It's, we're playing with ten men at this point, but so you got to find your differentials elsewhere, I guess. But anyway, so you got a green. How'd you do? I see. Yeah, I went points. up hundred k, fifty eight points. I saved my transfer. I was like AFK off the rails, working my ass off all week. Came back Friday night, had no idea what to do, so didn't even didn't even line up Lamb. Um, save worked out. Captain Harry basically just. Carried, carry Kane. Um, my only myth was Tarkovsky on my bench getting a fucking clean. I mean, Ziegler red card in the first half, like pretty much nailed the clean, which was so annoying because Watford have been so good attacking. I didn't think they they had a clean in them, but you know, yeah, especially on the road and they're playing with fucking Long and um, yeah, I mean, old man Bardsley, like they're playing with half of their back line and then they clean. Yeah, I actually like fixture. felt confident with Richarlison and benching Tarkovsky, and then the red just fucked everything. But, you know, another week, no cleans. What else is new? Da- David goal was the fucking scenest goal of the century for us. Just Yeah, I mean, for me and you, he's just been plummeting. I was just looking, it's like Gross has gone on, I think, four or five straight blanks, and he hasn't dropped once. Yeah. David's been just returning like every other week, and he's dropped like point six. <laughs> he's like, what is so <laughs> much? Yeah, his last fuck? six game weeks, he has assist, assist, blank, blank, goal, goal. It's like he's dropped point six. I just it's so. And he's not right. He didn't rise tonight. Like he's there's something about again. big cocks and small Spanish people that people just don't want to be involved. Um. 
He's yeah, so that, good. I mean, he's such a good pick. Yeah, he's good. He's just he's steady little trickle of tits. I mean, it yeah. was big for both of us because he was really. I mean, I got a the Pope clean, but yeah. So I got sixty. I got a green too. I had a, I had a tidy tidy week. Um, it was still, I mean, Kane captain, Pope Salah, and then and Silva, and then everyone else got blanks. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind like, of the story of everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have Salah and then. And Kane, one of them captain. Really, I mean, people who had Hazard or Murata captain are the ones that got fucking fucked this week. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much everyone yeah. else did okay, but yeah, fantastic. Fuck both of them. So week one of triple Chelsea D didn't exactly come in. <laughs> <laughs> not, it was not. seriously like four <laughs> minutes into the first game. You know, it was like 7.34 in the morning, New York time or some shit. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> Everyone was just tweeting it like, rip Walsh. Like, oh, my God, Walsh is going to kill himself. Suicide alert. I was like, he's sleeping. It's 4.30 in the morning in L.A. Like, he's, he's good. He's sleeping. It's okay. I mean, I opened my eyes at, like, three change or something after I knew the lineup was out. And I checked because I was just like, please no Zappacosta. Please no Zappacosta. I saw Zappacosta. I'm like, ah. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. And I just shut my phone off and I was like, I'm not waking up for this game because I hate everything. And then Moses got more than Alonzo and I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Like, I don't care about, like, the fact that Moses got one point and Alonzo got zero points. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Best point I've ever gotten in my actual entire FBL career life. <laughs> Fucking Moses, one point. In Alonzo, oh everyone with Alonzo shitting themselves like he's shitting themselves, dude. So he picks many up tweets in, like, yeah. What do I do? Like, can like asking me, like pleading with me, like, can I sell Alonzo? Can I sell Alonzo? And I'm just like, I don't know. He's still you good. Know, just, he's still good. Yeah. Meanwhile, Moses just like comes on, like is kind of threatening. That Picasso still is just bad, and I'm just like, oh, he's rested. Like, I'll be in at Huddersfield soon. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know. Your transfers, though, Rambo. What a transfer! Unbelievable. I'm gonna it's, make a it's, it's, compilation of all of our transfers at some point, and just uh, all of the dead people, all of the suspensions. Like it's it's been an unbelievable year for for transfers for us. Yeah, I, we've we've brought in players who get immediately injured often. I was looking at many times. Think I don't think I've transferred a player in and then that, other than my wild card, I don't think I've transferred a player in in an attack and they've gotten a goal for me that week. So I'm just like, and you That's know, I'm not crazy. transferring players in who are like at Chelsea and at United. Like, I'm always getting players in who have like a fucking good oh, fixture. And it's yeah, just, we get in good, we get in good yeah, guys. It's, it's I don't think wild, there's been so. one point in the season where we've gotten in someone that's like, batshit insane. Like, where everyone's just like, what the fuck, that guy? You know, it's like, we get in good guys. Yeah, but they're bad. But they're bad. They're actually bad. (laughs) Really bad. Or we make them bad. I don't know. I mean, it's like the season so far. I mean, I'm I'm at 167K, so I'm getting closer to like top 100, and then I feel like I could start knocking. But I have like two, I have two red cards, like two own goals. I have constant injuries to players I'm transferring in. It's just, I've never had this in an entire season, let alone less than half a season so far. So it's been fun, but it's not fun. Wow. Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey, the latest uh, to feel the wrath. But anyway, what I I think want to do the housekeeping and then yeah, let's housekeeping and dive in a little bit. So, shout out the prize league mug league leader. It's it's your boy, dude. It's Prajit. He's still on top. He's a he's an animal. He's two 
two sevenths of the way into December. Let's see if uh, the lead holds. Yeah, a lot, I mean, of, that, a lot of action in it's there. It's getting tight up there. Yeah, there's a lot of action. If you didn't I mean, cap get, game, like, oof. I get a red arrow in that prize league every single week. It's a good. It's a good league. Yeah, every week I, I've ne- I never get a green arrow. Oh yeah, I'm red. In in this, I'm red too. I have like my biggest green in a month, and I'm red in that league. Oh yeah. Shout out the back to top of the Survivor League. Doherty is back up there. Only six people left. <laughs> Huge scenes. Pocono Drew and producer both suffer losses. It's mm. producer's first loss pick of the season, except for the week where he forgot to make a pick. But who did well, he pick? Uh, West Brom, both both of them pick West Brom. Pards out. Yeah, Pards very out. <laughs> they get dominated by Swansea. <laughs> Fucking absolutely destroyed. Like, Pard is really bad. We know this. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. ouch. I guess picking against Swansea, you can't really, like, fault the pick. Um, and then, lastly, shout out the top of the FML field public league. I mean, it's just going to be Tor forever. Abdul's creeping on him, but Tor is just... Scenic, so Scottish you know. tour. Good on you, Scottish tour. All yeah. right, let's go on. Um, so I think we off? should. I think we should probably start with like the definite. I think definite number one prime forward targeted asset to bring in Benteke. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go there, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. I need someone tweeted this in. I was I was not gonna go there, but this is staggering. Not Benteke. Guess guess Benteke's BPS on the season. It's negative. It's negative eighteen. It, and I th- what was there? there's like one or two other guys who have total negative, and they've played like thirteen minutes each or something. I mean, there's no forwards with total negative. How the fuck? Dude, he's played a lot of games. I mean, it's just crazy. All he does is miss penalties, miss the target, and run off sides. Like, he misses, he gets big chances, like, a lot. A lot. He misses misses them all. I think that's bad on bonus. Yeah, I mean, he has four four yellow cards, a million offsides, a million shots off target. He's like dispossessed all the time. He's just fucking awful. It's so good. It's just so good. He, uh, I mean, when's the next time he sees the pitch for Palace? It won't be midweek. I mean, there's no way. There's midweek. no way that he's coming back. Boy couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> oh he God. had his prune juice and his warm milk before going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even shit. He was constipated. He has a gallon of prune juice. <laughs> He's not going to eat a Belgian chocolate for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, they're banned from the locker room. No DJ Steve's this time around. Yeah, oh, fucking dude. bent, dude. Get the fuck, fuck out you. of the team. This... Get out of my fucking life. Yeah, he's just got to be fucked up for a long time. Wilf and right. Towns back up top. Freewheeling Palace back in. All right, but I think uh, more seriously, West Ham's kind of on the up here with the 1-0 against Chelsea. Double game week coming up in 22, and a lot of their assets are really cheap. Um yeah, Jamie I mean, on Twitter asks when and who to consider at West Ham with good fixtures and an upcoming double game week. So they're on a lot of people's minds right now. 
Yeah, I mean, they've got Adrian is really cheap. So I think it's just like a little bit risky because of how long Hart has been playing and how bad he was and how he didn't get dropped until he was actually ineligible to play. It was the first time he was dropped, which is ridiculous because he's been bad for a long time. For the whole I'm season. Worried. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's four games or something like that before the blank and the double. So I'm just worried Adrian's like one little misstep bobble away from just being dropped. But and he, he has howlers in him. We've seen that. Yeah, he's not good. I mean, he's not good. He always makes a, a, this frowny face where like <laughs> like if a ball goes like wide of the like post and he he like dives for it and misses it he like gets up and looks and like makes his face like as if he like yeah i knew it was going wide like no chance there's this, like this like confident like frown i'm just like what fuck off <laughs> like he's, he's definitely not sure about much of anything that's going on back there but no. but he is he's cheap. four three like I, I don't think it, you should be getting him to like pair Elliot, but I think if you could get him in as your second keeper, if you have like two frees or something like that, that's a risk worth taking because he is cheap enough to carry as your second keeper, and then you know you throw him in for the double if he's still there. That sounds tidy, but defense. And, and I mean, they do I, have good fixtures, you know. Yeah. What it's worth if they go on a run, or you know, if Moyes tightens them up or whatever. Yeah, I mean, after Arsenal this week, then they have, or midweek they have at Stoke, home Newcastle, at Bournemouth, which are all cleanable, I guess, for a team like West Ham. Kind <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't trust them they're for just, a clean against uh, anyone, but yeah, yeah. they're bad. But that's why he's fucking four three. So yeah, yeah. But then defense. I mean, we have Cresswell almost expensive at five, and then with Font you can't out, touch I mean, that, right? I mean, it's too I, yeah, expensive I'm, I'm for a bad team. Yeah, I'm surprised to see people like I think maybe because he's like a familiar name, but I'm surprised anyone's really willing to go up to five zero for a defender on this team, even if Cresswell's on some indirect set pieces and whatnot. Like, yeah, I mean he's a good attacking fullback, but five is way too much for that bad of a team. I think. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, I think it's Agbana versus Maswaku. I mean, Agbana's four three center back. Maswaku's been playing out of position, like kind of winger at four four wing back or whatever on the left. There's yeah. like what they they have like one day off in the double between the doubles I think so or yeah they have one day off so for that reason I was kind of thinking of Vagbana maybe a little safer to make sure that I'll play both yeah but, fullbacks are way more prone to getting rested but Masuaku yeah. was really good versus Chelsea he's kind of classy he's good yeah he's like uh, wherever he's from Cedric I mean he just puts in an unsuccessful cross which is fantastic <laughs> he for can like kind of dribble and stuff though. <laughs> Where is he from? Yeah, no. I love Arthur, first name. He's, I mean, if he's not French, he's definitely from a French-African place. He's French. He's, he's French. Confirmed. Lille. 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 Oh, his so, yeah, first I mean, name I is actually Fuka Arthur. Interesting. That's Arthur. He's trying to fit in. Yeah, yeah. I think both of those options, though, I mean, especially if you're putting them as your fourth or fifth defender with decent rotatable fixtures coming up. I know we've been getting so many questions, and we have, like, Ziegler red card, Femenia dead, Moreno dead. A lot of people in that four, five, fourth, fifth defender price bracket. It's again very popular transfer this week. It seems like so. I I think both yeah, I of mean, them would be really good options with a double coming. You could be fun shot and just have zero out of five defenders <laughs> playing for the week. I mean, you could also be fun shot and. Thunshot, love Thunshot. Not going to throw a Thunshot under the bus for bringing Glenn Yeah, Doesn't listen to the pod. You never Thunshot alone, but 
It is worth noting that Agbon also got Max Bones this week. I mean, that's nice. You know, yeah. it's, it, he seems the clear pick to me for the, the rotation risk, but I don't know. They're both good. I agree with you. Yeah, I still like when I I don't love Ogbana though. I feel like he's kind of terrible when I watch him, but I don't know. I I try not to watch West Ham much, so I'm not sure how yeah. he's been going. But with Font out, I don't know if Collins is going to be a threat to him when he comes back. Well, the but thing I mean, is, with all the back, of their defenders, is like we've gotten so used to watching them under Bilic that will make any defender look bad. You know what I mean? It's true. like that's true. It's like watching defenders under like the Brage and just being like, oh, they fucking suck. They're just like exposed constantly, like on an island with no midfield, and just you know, like maybe Agbana's really good at sitting deep and just clearing headers all day. Yeah, that's I mean, what they, he's been he doing, on, and he got Max Bones. So I mean, they did get him from fucking Juve, so he's got to have some pedigree, right? So I don't know, maybe you know, yeah, Billich, maybe Village is really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's confirmed. Bad confirmed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the cheap routes, right? Like they're they're good, good shouts. Yeah. You could hide them for the blank without an issue. You, you throw yep. them in for that cheeky double. Oh, yeah, up. the doubles game week twenty two. If people don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Spurs and West Ham both have doubles. Did we talk about that last pod? No, I don't think so. <sighs> wow, yeah. What a howl, what a howler by the FMLF. Yeah, we host. fucked up badly. <laughs> um, a little cheeky, little dry throat, there, a little cough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! We gotta broadcast games together. We would just be fucking pissing, <laughs> laughing the whole time. Oh, cheeky little uh, dry throat! Right there. Uh, late, late pod, late Sunday night pod. Yeah, this is right really late pod. Thank props to Walsh for accommodating for my work life schedule. Um, so what about attack- attackers? Yeah, I, I mean, Chikorita is still interesting to me just because if Moyes has him playing a little bit better, but he, he comes back he's in. He's not playing. I know, I'm just saying speculatively. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting fucking Andy Carroll. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, so, my God. I mean, if Chikorita comes back and, like, plays in the next couple of games, he could be a shout for the double, but that's probably would be, like, the week of 22 transfer in. But yeah. I'm, I have an eye on Lanzini, especially with Ramsey out. Um I don't know if he's going to still be on pens because he missed the last one or whatever a couple weeks ago against Everton, but he's returning okay. His stats are pretty decent. He's creating some chances. Um, always been a favorite of mine to watch. And it's always pretty... the same guys with West Ham, though, isn't it funny? It is. I it's mean, yeah. I mean... Lanzini and Antonio and shit. Like, if Antonio keeps playing striker, like he'll probably start returning. He always does. Yeah. Except not this year. Well, you know, yeah. he will. No, no, no. Yeah, but I mean. And Arnie, I mean, he's fucking been good as long as he doesn't get red cards, which is sometimes he does. But he's looked good the last couple like times he's run out. Like when he came out in for City as the sub, he was very lively and he scored the goal. So a little premature for him, but yeah, I mean, well, there are guys there. I think it's probably just too early because it's too early. That's what I was gonna say. We have to yeah. see if it's just against the <sighs> top sides where Moyes runs out like an Arnie Antonio front line. And just play super deep for the counter, or if that's just his tactics going forward, which you know I don't know could be. Yeah, yeah maybe and you know in these easier fixtures after the Arsenal game, maybe we see a different West Ham setup, and one of the one or both of the strikers come back in, and then Arnie and Antonio are deeper and wider. You know, we just don't know yet. So 
It's just all yeah. like worth monitoring, I think. I'm very, I'm just like very skeptical about West Ham in general, just because. Yeah. I mean, they had two good performances against two top sides, but before that, they lost four 0 to Everton when they saw that fat fuck Unsworth managing the team, and they didn't know what was happening. He was just throwing players under the bus because they weren't trying hard enough. So, yeah. when they start playing shittier teams, and they're not just like let's batten down the hatches and play on the counter, when it's like a very clear thing of like solidarity in the team, it's like we have to fend off the attack for 90 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, it's Stoke. They're like, oh, ha ha, Stoke, that's fun. Or like Bournemouth. Like, I mean, they could just have their fucking dicks in their hands and they could be terrible again, which wouldn't surprise me at all either. So a little bit nervous about West Ham. But yeah, I'm nervous. they're cheap. They're cheap. They have a double coming up in 22. So, I mean, if you're able to make some forward-thinking transfers to get them in, I think that's very appropriate. Yep, I like it. Good shit. West Ham. Okay. West Ham. Box them off. Boxed. Where else are we going here today? Um, I feel like it's worth talking about third forwards. I mean, they've been – forwards have been topic all year, but there's, like, some guys now. I mean, there's – Calvert-Lewin has been coming into a lot of teams, and, I mean, he was ridiculously lucky to return today, but he's still returning pretty well. Um, he has a lot of points. Uh, Chaz Austin scored today, and we've been saying it for actual months, but whenever he plays, he fucking scores. He has four goals in his last three starts. So, I mean, he's very much on the radar. Boney has back-to-back games with Dongs. Gale is even returning. It seems like there's a bunch of like cheap third-forward type of guys that are and maybe shifting the formation talk one once again, you know? Yeah, I mean, I like many of those that you mentioned. I think Gail and Austin, I think, are the two that I would have at the top of the list. I still feel like Swansea are just a sinking ship. And yeah, Bonnie's, goal, man, like Bonnie's goal is fucking weird as fuck. And they don't create shit, and they're just... He plays... He's making, like, four changes a game. He doesn't know what, he's, what his best team is. But Gail's like... When he's playing as a partner with some tall fuck like Yasalu yeah. or Mitrovic, like back when he was on Palace with Glenn Murray, I mean, I've seen a billion, million minutes of him, and he's got a good, he's a good finisher. I mean, he's, he's a good. poacher, he's fast, he gets in good positions, and he, he's a good finisher. The so. only thing he can't do is play lone striker. Yeah, Other than exactly. that, he's a fucking good footballer. Yeah, he's just fucking good. So, I mean, Newcastle, they looked a lot better. Um, Against Leicester than they have done in the past month or so. I think yeah, they maybe are, yeah, maybe they're turning a corner. And I, I think La Celeste is, is getting, you know, he's getting there. So, yeah, I that's a big that one for them. Yeah. It does a lot. Just like down the spine, it just calms them down. So I think Gale's a little cheeky shout. I mean, the fixtures aren't like great, but they're a lot better than Southampton. So I also feel like. Given how good Gales looked, he's probably a little bit more trusted and nailed, in my opinion, than maybe Austin is for a Pellegrino, um, especially the fixture pileup. I don't know how much. Yeah, Chaz um, probably can't play every game. He's probably yeah. like an every other game kind of guy. I mean, then, Although he if, if he's every other home game, their fixtures are amazing. <laughs> yeah. If he's I like mean, rested I've, at Chelsea, at Spurs, at United, and plays home Leicester, home Huddersfield, home Palace, yeah, yeah and I mean, Chaz you, in. You can rest... You can rotate your six million third striker to a degree. I mean, you can play your four or five defender over them if they have a good fixture and the striker has a bad fixture. It's like, right, or, or not, not or ideal, something. but at this stage, I think we need to kind of 
think about it that way versus in the past where just like, oh, a striker is starting, like start every week. Right, right, right. Maybe not anymore. But yeah, I mean, I think you could definitely go back to three strikers. It depends on your formation or how close you are to it. But I think suddenly, other than maybe like Damari Gray, we'll probably talk on some of that, but midfielders under like seven, maybe like, you know, you have Richarlison or those right six, five and up. Mm-hmm. There's no one under six. Like I'd rather have Gale or Austin than any midfielder at like six. Yeah, you know? other than maybe Gray, like you said. Yeah, and I would ha- I would rather have the striker than Gray even. So it's yeah, like I kind can't of even before think of anyone that I'd want. Yeah, there's really like nothing down there all of a sudden. Yeah, and I mean, I think a few pods ago, like a few weeks ago, we were talking about kind of like there's so many seven to eight million midfielders I would want, and no strikers in that bracket. But now it's kind of like the budget strikers are emerging, like the sixes that we're talking about. And there's no midfielders that I'd want. So, I mean, I think going back to a lot of people have Murat and Kane, but, you know, 3 4 3 or 4 3 3, you know, something like that with three strikers up top with one of the budget guys, I totally like. Would, yeah, you like know? I've been complaining about RLC and how it's like he's not a. <sighs> Whoa, are you okay? Yeah, I've got, you know. I've been complaining about RLC, like how he's not really the type of player you want to start every week as an attacker, even though he's such a good 4-5. And for me, it's really easy to just fix my third striker spot and just go to like one of these guys and have RLC first off the bench. And like my team is just instantly so much better and deeper, you know? Something that I'm very much looking at. So what do you think about Chaz? Because Chaz is always our darling. Are you are you are you there? Are you ready? I mean, I'm pretty ready. Like, I don't know which one I'll go for, but he's just automatic. Like, there's certain guy. The like, let me go back to Boney for a second because there's kind of an apt comparison there. Like, I agree. Like, Swansea are fucking terrible. The only reason Boney's interesting is because he has a history of scoring like a lot of goals. And in those years, he was fixture-proof. You know, it didn't fucking matter how bad or good Swansea were. It didn't matter who they were playing against. Like, Boney was just terrific. Austin is kind of that, too, you know? It's like Southampton played their best match of the season against Arsenal. They looked so good, at least attacking-wise. I don't know. They have some really good fixtures to kind of balance the really bad ones. But you look at the bad ones, it's like Chelsea aren't keeping clean. Spurs aren't keeping cleans. United haven't really been keeping that many clean, so it's like, I don't know. He's just fucking class, and he's on pens. He's so good. It's hard to, it's hard to not Chaz in this moment, I have to say. Chaz, Chaz is so exciting. He's just so good, and he's so tatted so and fucking savage. God, Love that so boy. Good. Dude, yeah, Guy was at the fucking game, just freaking. Uh, slack legend Guy in. Guy, guy the fucking... So, <laughs> So, <laughs> Calvert-Lewin, why are you not interested? Because he's been returning very consistently for lo- way longer than any of these other guys this season. I think he's really bad. <laughs> like, I, I really don't rate him at all. Okay, I've, seen a lo- I've seen a lot. I've watched a lot of Everton this year. I don't know why, but... I mean, he's gotten a couple assists and goals, but like he also just is fast and can't really... Do anything else? Like he's he dies for a penny, got an assist. Okay, fine. But like his goal last week was like, wasn't that like some bullshit deflection? Like that wasn't like well taken. Yeah, it was a deflection. I think he has. I mean, he has two goals all season, and everyone's like, oh, Calvert. You know, I I don't think he's good. I think it's 
the pace gives Everton something that they need, but I mean, I've read a lot and I've seen a lot of people saying very similar things that he's raw, young, and doesn't have goals in him. And I don't, I mean, he's not going to get like 10 goals this season in a fucking way. And he's playing striker. I don't think that lasts, especially with the lack of goals that they have in the side full stop. So I still think Nias is a much better player. I don't know how long it's going to take for that to happen. I do expect January to be very busy for Sam. So I think Calvert-Lewin's definitely on borrowed time if you get him in now. Yeah. Because he's... A thousand percent going to be buying a starting striker in January transfer window. That's yeah, I like him. There's no doubt. Like if he was, I don't, I don't like him. I do like him, but not as a striker really. Like it was always best when he was like countering wide, kind of winger, and they just have someone in the middle, whether it's Brom or Nias or whatever. So I don't know. Chaz, like the stats back this all up. You know, like Calvert Lewin doesn't really shoot that much. He's not in the box as much. But like you look at Chaz, and it's like. You know, two shots in the box per per game, or you know, it's like he has his, like good striker numbers. You know, his x goals like per minutes played, I think, is third in the league with like Aguero, Kane, uh, Jesus, like in the best players in the league. And that's normal for Chaz, which yeah. sounds like I'm just talking complete gibberish, but it's <laughs> actual 30, normal. Yeah. He had 30 returns for QPR as like the worst team of the in the world when he was in the Premier League starting regularly. Like he's just good. Yeah, out of players who have played at least like 300 minutes, the lick, the list of x goals per 90 goes Jesus, Aguero, Chaz, Salah, Kane. Yeah, so those are good names to be around if you're <laughs> like, striker. what the fuck, dude? He's so good. How am I not chazzing, dude? I'm really talking myself into chazzing, yeah, dude. I'm I'm like three minutes away from taking a hit to bring Chaz. <laughs> He's just and like people are forgetting as recent as last season. Like he was essential last season, like for like for, a week, for like a very small amount of time. But <laughs> he was like two, two weeks. Every every active player in the fucking world brought him in last season as third yeah. striker because he was just like, oh, he's scoring at will. Best thing ever. Oh, I brought him in and he fucking died that week. It was great. <sighs> Oh, yeah. I remember that, actually. Oh, yeah. I remember well. That's great. So maybe, okay, maybe, Chaz, maybe don't bring him in. Maybe I will, I will so not. So I can Chaz bring him in and yes. not die. You, you, you live with Chaz, and I will just be sad. Yeah. Ooh, I have it queued up in my transfer tab right now. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a Chaz. little yeah, a little heart racing the rest of the pod. Um what else? Yeah, you what are we? About? We're on like minute thirty, and we're talking about West Ham, Charlie Austin, and like Good. my cough. That's why people tune in. You know, like we we talk about what we want to talk about. You know. Okay. Um. I mean, I think Chelsea. Very interested to see the insane overreaction about Chelsea's poor performance. It's one game. It's a derby. You know, they they don't normally play the best against West Ham. What do you think? I mean, I think everyone's. Freaking out for no reason. Everyone's like they're still flipping out. There's no chance in the out. world I'm getting rid of Morata, even though he was a complete diving piece of shit. Like there's literally nothing that could happen between now and the next game. It's just the like next, the game. The good. fixtures are so good. They're they have good, months you know. of good gonna, fixtures. They're they're not going to score five goals a game. So yeah, I mean they're not. They never were. You know, like we have talked about that at length this season. They're not. Liverpool, they're not City, they're not Arsenal, you know, in terms of like 
relentless attack or anything like that. That's not how they play. That's not how they set up. So occasionally they'll score a bunch of goals if if they play against you know the worst team in the league, Stoke or Newcastle or some shit who just like fuck everything up. But usually they're like a one or two nil type of team. But that doesn't mean they're bad. I mean, the one or two nil, like some ridiculously high percentage of the time, will involve Hazard and or Murata. So we're fine. You know, they're still they're still good. Like I don't know, K Murata is still just like good as far as I can yeah, see. It's just it's a hold. But yeah, but I mean, what, what about, about defensively? I am so calm having three yeah. defenders on their team. Like I am so happy. Calm. Yeah, no, I mean, I just. They're not leaking goals. I mean, they're letting up like a goal a game. They're letting up like two or three shots on target a game. They're just very tight. So that's what. And they've been kind of weird goals too, you know? Yeah, really weird. I mean, two games ago is the Alonzo fucking assist. Like, the fixtures are just at Huddersfield, home Southampton, at Everton, home Brighton, home Stoke. Well, home Southampton is automatic, not a clean, as we just discussed. Fine, fine, fine. But I mean, the fixtures they keep going like that for till February. So they all. I have so I have Aspilicueta, Christensen, and Moses. You know, I'm spending a good chunk of my budget on those three players. But if they keep clean sheets about fifty or so percent of the time for the next like ten game weeks, maybe like if they keep five and ten or six and ten. I'm fucking flying on that. I mean, those Why? returns, so those returns are, those returns are fucking insane for players in that at that price. So that's what I'm expecting, and I think there is a shout for it being more because there are ten fixtures, and at Arsenal is the only one that's not like a very easy fixture. So maybe they keep seven, you know, something like that. But yeah, we talked about last pod, like they. Kept like 15 in a row last season. <laughs> They're very yeah. capable of doing that. And it's the kind of thing also, I mean, this is kind of the style I play FPL, right? Like, I cover myself with like the heavy owned assets like Kane or Salah, but I like, if I see something that I like and I like Chelsea defense, then that's where I find the differential to me. That's how I like to play it rather than like, oh, I like like Richarlison on water, like, oh, I like this attacker on West Ham, like, I like going heavy in, and while, yes, everyone owns one Chelsea defender, like people don't own three. So if I see something that I like and I think it's exploitative in the market, then that's where I try and get chunk rises. And basically, if Chelsea keep a clean sheet, I'm almost guaranteed a green arrow because, I mean, I'm getting a minimum. You have of, the other heavy hitter, heavy Yeah, I have players, the other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I, I mean, any, pretty, any week where you get three clean sheets. You're usually getting a green, you know? Yeah. That's just exactly. a general rule, you know? And the way United have looked recently without Jones and Bayou, and Bayou, we just got news is going to be out till for the new year. Like, I think Chelsea's by far the best defense in the league. I don't think it's close. Yeah, with and Spurs I know, with no Toby. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not really. Yeah, close. It's, I mean, with Conte in there for Chelsea, they've been very tight and they've been having like 65 to 75% possession every game and they're not letting shots up. So. It's kind of similar to like how Burnley have been going. I mean, I got a little, little jerky with Stephen Ward, but the last few games, like they hadn't kept a clean sheet until this past game week for a few, but they were letting up. I mean, Pope hasn't gotten a save point in since like November. Yeah, they were letting up nothing. October. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, those are the kind of things that you see the underlying clean, clean sheet, like stats are there, 
and they're just letting in one goal. Like you just, I think the, those are that's where I want to invest. You know, so Chelsea defense good, but Alonso very not good. He's been bad for a long time. So it's crazy. I would how bad be, he's been. He's been getting I, uh, subbed early. He's not even hitting sixty cleans. points. Yeah, it's like yeah. if he gets a card, he just seems to want to sub him right away because he just thinks he's going to get a rat or something. And they have no other left back, so him missing a game is just yeah. impossible. I mean, he's on four yellows now, so he's going to get banned soon. But we saw Zappacosta play on the left um, as left wing back with Moses on the right against Atletico. I don't know why he's not fucking playing Pedro at left wing back because they don't they could afford that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not and like Alonso does a lot of defensive work. Exactly. Other than, like, with passing con- to Gale to Tiepa goal. Yeah, I mean, if they're playing with the three center mid, you know, with, with Drinkwater or uh, Bakioko, and then they have Conte and Fab, like, they don't need, like, two def- very defensive wingbacks, especially when, you know, Christensen, like, they're fucking good. I don't know why he doesn't put Pedro there. Or Willian. Yeah, I don't get that. Because yeah, they. Because they always play with basically like two attackers and Fab. Like that's their team all the time. And that's why they struggle for goals. That's why they're not a four goal a team, a goal a game kind of team. But yeah, no, it's interesting. We'll see. Maybe, maybe he'll go for that. He's got to, they got to do something. They got to buy a fucking left back. It's such an oversight. It's crazy. They're just like running Alonzo into the ground. Yeah. I mean, and it's, I feel bad for him because, I mean, he was so good last season, but he, what did he play? Like fucking 50 games last year? And he's on the same course this season. Like he's, you know, he hasn't gotten a single rest in the league. Well, they weren't just... in Europe last year, so he was taking an easy. Yeah, but yeah, you're, that's true. But, you, know, you hit the cup games, but you know, it's just he's yeah. he's showing. I mean, he's showing the world. Wing back's a very physically demanding position. Yeah, the most and... in in footy, you know, like yeah. the most. So, demanding, yeah. I would be nervous with. I mean, certainly don't buy him on four yellow cards. That's for sure, but. I mean, if you own him, I wouldn't be like rushing to transfer him out. If you have two frees, maybe doing something like yeah. in the Christensen to free up funds yeah. would be good. But I think if at this point you kind of just have to hope he comes good and yeah. then you get rid yeah. of him when he gets a ban or something. Yeah, I, I think that's the only way. The fixtures are too good and it sucks and it's been shitty, but cleans should be coming and maybe he'll get you a goal. I don't know. Basically, you probably have more pressing things than Alonso, even though it's been yeah. bad. Yeah. What about um, what about Murdersaka blood? You feel me, fam? <laughs> that was bad. He was wow. bad. He was He's bad. <laughs> and they're they're gonna go back to four at the back, I think, right? I don't think. I don't think Wenger is that um, so you flexible. Think, so you think holding or chambo maybe in for No. Murder? I think Murdersaka's in a play next game. Wow. Okay. Oh, I mean I would be stunned if he didn't start. Unless if Mustafi's healthy. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I kind of still just trust that back line against bad teams. You know, it's like... Yeah, but Southampton's a bad team. Southampton is a bad team. Shreds. They played really well. Wenger yeah. will maybe not play such a high line or something like that, but they'll, they'll still probably mostly get the job done in their really good run. Like, I think Cola's still a fine pick and, like, Nacho and shit, but, um, yeah. Ropey. Yeah. Um... Should we talk about Sun? Sun? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's good there. For he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he does stuff. He's so, so much better than Ollie. It's not close. Yeah, I mean, 
it's not close. He's actually right threatening. Right now, this season, it's He's not threatening even in the same conversation. Superfluous. It's. I don't know if he would have the fucking cajones to do the make the right move and no, real no, no. and just stop playing Ollie and no, play Sun instead of him. Not do that. No. But Sun's he's a really good FPL player because he's selfish as fuck and he's in the box and he shoots a ton. So. Yeah, he's so greedy and he, yeah, yeah, he basically is like lines up as a striker. Like he plays yeah, just as far forward or if not further forward than Kane. So yep. Exactly. So I it, think Sun. It's a huge rotation risk, but he's been playing a lot since like game week eight. He started the majority of games. He started all but two since game week eight, and he scores. He fucking scores yeah. goals. So like this is the other thing with Spurs. I think it's kind of similar to to Chelsea last season. I mean, they were pressing a lot more last season. Obviously, they're not doing as much this season. We talked about that, but they had three fucking attackers in their team last season all year: Erickson, Ali, and Kane, and. All three of them are playing great all the fucking time, all year. This season, one of them is playing great, and the other two are absolutely diabolical dog pieces of dog shit. So Erickson was good this week, though. Yeah, no, fair. Erickson was, had a very good game. Agree. But you can't carry on that way, especially if you're not pressing, so you're not going to be creating as many chances if you're sitting back like that and like more methodically build up with three attackers in the team. It's not going to work. You're not going to find the goals, and they've been experiencing that. So I think like Sun's playing himself in the team because he has that threat. He's a danger man. Yeah, exactly. He's only like he's like 7'9 now, so he has these rotations. There, but pretty much like I, some of us still have kind of ropey benches, but if you have a good bench, I mean, he's the kind of punt that can get you an explosive rise because he has, as we saw, triple return. He has triple return potential. He has brace potential every time he steps on the pitch. Gets subbed early a lot, which is a little bit annoying, but typically gets subbed when the game's out of reach and he's in the points. I think he's a good pick. Yeah. So I think he's a really good FPL pick. I mean, 7-9 is, is a good price. He's, I think he's quality. Yep. Sun in. Yeah. Sun in. What do you think? You, you there with Sun? I'm there. I mean, he's just good. It's like I'm thinking more just about overall like structure and stuff, and I think – when you were talking about your team and how you're covering yourself with the heavy hitters and going differential with defense, I think Sun is another guy that can bring similar rises, like you just said. I mean, like pretty much everyone has like a city midfielder, and most people have Kane, and everyone has Salah, and someone has a Chelsea attacker. You know, like there's so many teams are very similar at this stage in the season, especially with the big. The big chunk guys that were, were like, if you went Sun instead of like Richarlison or Sun instead of your city mid or something like that, which I don't think is risky. I think it's actually clever, maybe. Like that could that could be a huge differential for you. Yeah, I mean, I think you, know, you want to find the high ceiling guys with these exactly. you know, third or fourth mids that are going to really get you a rise because they have the chance to come and you don't want to get someone who's going to be like, Oh, like maybe he'll get like two assists, like best case, you know? Yeah. That was always get, the Alexis versus Ozil debate. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean the price, you know, price consideration, things like that. But if you have someone like, you know, sun seven, nine, like Fabregas, he's a million cheaper, but and like, okay, maybe they have the identical rotational threat perhaps, but like sun's best game is a hat trick. Fabregas's best game is like probably like two assists. Yeah, yeah. So like I you know, you want the you want the ceiling. When you're going complete rogue differential, I think that's where you gotta go. So yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. Suns he looked really good for FPL this weekend. Like, you know, he's always gonna make those questionable decisions, but 
those questionable decisions are him shooting. So if you have him in FPL, that's good. Yeah, those are good decisions. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude. Maybe I'll bring Sun in this week. I don't know. The only thing that's problematic is like if we we all have Kane already. If you bring Sun in, then you're you have two blankers for twenty one. You just got to make sure that you're going to be covered there. Yeah, it's a and, lot of money in in a not great attack. Like, unfortunately, they don't get to play Stoke every week. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like game week twenty one comes just on like a week off. Game week twenty one, like a week off. Game week twenty, you know what I mean? Like, it's still in the fixture pile up to a degree. So yeah, yeah. When we're already going to be possibly faced with rotation elsewhere, I'm just a little bit nervous about the timing there. But I think like if you not, buy some not good now, fixtures really either. I mean. Home Brighton, Spurs have been bad against buses at home all season, and then it's at City, at Burnley, really bad. Yeah, but I, th- I mean, I think with Sun, it's like you buy him now. If you can get him now, then you get him for the home Brighton game, but you're not buying him at City, you know. Yeah, it's and tough. then yeah. we have a couple of days off between games, and then the blank comes soon. So I think like buy right now. If not, probably 22 could be a decent time, but. It's hard to imagine with one day off that he'll play both. He could, but one day yeah, off. How is do you tough. even manage one day off? It's so yeah, silly. Like, it's ridiculous. We're gonna see. We're gonna see like George and Kudu coming in. Oh or my something. god, and Kudu! Yeah, I like that cheeky differential right there. <laughs> that there's the high the high ceiling. Oh my god, boys, highest, boys and girls, highest hair and ceiling right there. So what else? We had fucking Phil, dude Jones. I, yeah, well, I I don't have him anymore. How do you feel? What what's your gut on him? I mean, my gut is like just keep him forever. I, I have I didn't look at the full bench and like the numbers and shit like this, but like, do teams normally carry two center backs on their bench? Um, like they cannot absolutely cannot play another position. Two center backs on the bench. No, I th- I mean it's obviously always one, but I think two is a little bit abnormal. I mean, maybe because sometimes he's like, maybe I'll go through back, but like, yeah, that's why like, you would carry two for sure. Yeah, yeah, but like if you come in, you're like, oh, Phil Jones is healthy, he's back, and then you have a fucking center back injury on like minute thirty, yeah, and he can't play an hour. Like, yeah, why would you put someone on the bench minutes. that can't play fucking fifty minutes? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, and there's no world ever in this fucking universe where Lindelof is ahead of Phil Jones. No, it's I mean it's a hundred percent fitness. Like he wasn't he couldn't play that many minutes. I don't know. I mean I'm obviously starting they're playing fucking like Bournemouth this week. They're terrible, so I don't know. I mean yeah. Smalling sneaky Smalling has played for like two months and he's still pretty cheap. Yeah, I think United United's fixtures are really good for a while right now. Like they just got their tough ones out of the way the last like five or so weeks. Yeah. Home Bournemouth at West Brom, at Leicester, home Burnley, home Southampton, at Everton, home Stoke, at Burnley again. That takes you to January twentieth. Fucking amazing. So those are clean that's a clean shot every game. A good clean shot. Chris on so, Slack I mean, was wondering about Rom also. What do you think about Ron, Ron? I kind of think he's still a fine pick, to be honest. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, if I had him, like, here's what I mean. I don't think Morata's that much better of a pick. That's fair. And there's, you know, Kane is obviously separate conversation. City guys, I'm not really interested. There's, like, no one else. There's no strikers. There's no other striker that's, like, worth it. You know, and they're about to go on this run. I mean, we always knew that Rom and United were going to 
just blank through any tough fixtures. Rom did exactly what we knew he was going to do, you know? He almost scored today, too. That fucking right yeah, he almost neck. scored today. He almost got a return versus Arsenal in a three-goal game. But I don't know. These bad, these bad fucking teams, like... He can't score home home Bournemouth or something at West Brom. Parties West Brom, you know. Like, I don't know. I mean, Olan, he has one goal in eight game weeks. No, he's been so bad. But do you want to see it? Do you want to watch him slap in a form and have a good game before you buy, or would you be? I'm like, not I'm buying like, him. I'm just saying, like like Chris on Slack. You know, like he still has him. him. Wow, do you hold? You're. I'm coming around to hold Rom. Yeah, you probably hold Rom. I mean, I'm not. What the fuck are you gonna do with the money? Like, there are no good strikers. There's nothing to do. That's good. I mean, like, obviously, this is team (laughs) by team. If you have other shit that is, is your the rest of your team is the best fucking team in the world. If you're Eternus, you know, then like, okay, deal with Rom because you're literally number one in the world. But like, I don't know. If I had Rom in my team instead of Morata. He'd be like the sixth down on my list of transfers out. <laughs> my team is fucking terrible, and I suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're. I I see the world that you, you hold on. Yeah. He's ninety. I mean, flat track bullies. Got the track is very flat upcoming. Um, yeah, yeah. He's he's scored he's hat, just like plenty of hat tricks in his F, in his FL career. You know. He's got stuff in him. He's got stuff in a locker somewhere. <laughs> um, I'm interested. Pogba, Pogba will be back in two games. You know, so like, uh, Pog, like Pogba and Martial. Like I want those are my those are the guys I want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul's been Martial, so good. Yeah. I was looking at Paul. That's the other thing I was thinking. Like, what am I going to do with this fucking? Nightmare Ramsey spot? But I'm just like, okay, obviously Paul's a nightmare, but he's also just returned so much. Yeah. He's good. Seven, seven nine, like he's good. I don't know, maybe. And Paul, so there's fucking no rotation throw with Paul. Yeah, no, no, he's ninety every second of every day. Um, know, we're getting kind of rambly. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No, let's let's get out of here. I mean, Damari Gray is good, good guy. Damari Gray is great. Love him. I love that Puel just instantly loves him. He, it was well, just he like he watched them train one time, and he's like, "Oh, this kid's really good and easily one of the best players on the team." Like, I'm dropping fucking. They have so many bad players. <laughs> I'm dropping all of Andy, these guys. Andy Gray. Yeah, all yeah, of yeah. you guys go practice over there, and I'm gonna Vardy, Vardy gonna, doppelganger dropped. Exactly. Like, but wait, also wait, one more thing. Also, there's like fucking the cheap defenders. Oh yeah, everyone's think, asking about cheap defenders. I mean, I don't like. Are there any? Any. I like Joe Gomez a lot. Joe Gomez is good. I don't like any of them. I don't think I think we're in the stage where like the bad teams are gonna start being like bad. Because when the fixtures start coming hot and heavy, they just get found out because they don't have fucking six days of training and drilling to be like, this is what this team's gonna do. Or like you know what I mean? Like when they have two or three days between and they're just fucking shitty players. Yeah. They're like they've looked bad. Like we're seeing Brighton put up duds. I mean, Swans, we know who they are. West Brom are fucking jokes. You know, Watford have been ropey defensively. Bournemouth fixture turns happening. It's just it's, the bad teams are bad. Yeah, which are. also makes me so much happier to have the Chelsea investment in the defense. I think it's we're going to be seeing a little bit of a shift. I mean, four clean sheets this week. 
I don't know, dude. There's just not a lot there to me. I love Go- Joe Gomez. Great, great guy. Yeah, that's a good pick. I wonder if someone on... No, never mind. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like Burnley and the top teams. There's like not really any other good picks. It's weird. It's tough. It just it sucks that Sako's out, honestly. Like, aside from just my love for him, it's like Dan is so much worse. And Palace were looking good, and Sako was looking good, and racking up bones and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's bad. That sucks. Yeah, Palace clean sheets. He are, could have been a guy. But they're no. poof with the, with the wind, with Sacco not being in the team sheet. Yeah, Dan more concerned about scoring goals than not conceding. Dan is the son of defense. Um, yeah, I think let's, uh, let's go on, right? All right? Yeah, let's go to Caps. So fucking um, the next game week is in fucking like 36 hours from now. Yeah, I mean, we're basically just, we're potting Sunday night. and I mean, we're Late be potting, Sunday night. Yeah, late Sunday night. I mean, this will really be out for morning for UK, but basically for the for the entire month of December, we're just going to pod the, the night of the last day of games and then release it in the morning. So Yeah, so just so we'll getting, be getting it out, out as soon as week. possible before the next game week always, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a unique one where there's like a day and a half. But usually, you know, there'll be still a couple of days between game weeks. But, yeah, we're still going to be we're gonna be pumping a pot out every uh, for every game week for you guys for sure. That's what we do here at FML FL headquarters. Yeah, we grind. We're not, you know, we're not some little Nancy podcast operation where we take days off. No days off, Alon. No days off, dude. Um, so who are you capping? Can't. Who's that? Is he good? I think it's pretty good. Brighton look like they're fucking falling apart. Um, yeah, they've been rough. Yeah. And, and we we bought into them, and they've just been, I don't know, they've won clean in a while. Last yeah, five like, matches, one clean. Yeah, I mean, granted. Tough fixtures. Yeah, I mean, last five, they had three three clean shouts, and they kept one. They had home Stoke, home Palace, at Huddersfield. They kept one clean in those five, in those three, which, uh, I mean, honestly, for a fucking relegation team, like one clean yeah, in that's three, not that like, bad. that's not yeah. that bad, but it's, it's not fun to, like, have blanks two out of three times either. So. Yeah, and losing two now to Huddersfield is something else. <laughs> and they got dominated. dominated. They could have lost. They could have been 4-0, easily. Yeah, Wagner in. Um, So, I mean, they still have some good fixtures coming up, and I still have faith that they're going to keep some cleans here and there. Like, I don't think it's an... Yeah, I think there's still a good I think they're still... Yeah, but we're talking about... I mean, I think that the big team... I mean, we saw how they looked against fucking Poole. They got... um, They let up five, so... Yeah. I think Spurs could keep that going, and they looked... I mean, they looked like they... They finally looked good. Like, Ali had that... Even Ali had that nice through to Son for that first... Or their second goal, I think it was after the own goal. Yeah, I just I like, think they're if gonna, they get going, if we know what they can do. Yeah, I just I feel like that you know putting up five. I think that they're on the up. I think they're going to be confident, and and I think Brighton are probably really down after getting completely done by a much worse team in Huddersfield than them that they've been showing on the season so far. And it just seems like all signs point to Harold. So I'm still waiting for that first burst pen of the season. I mean, game week. Game week seventeen, it might be the week. No pens, it's ridiculous. No pens. Hey, how nailed is a dunk on goal? Uh, 
I hope he does because he's going to be on my bench, and I hope Can assists it. Yeah, as long as Can or if I bring in Son assists it, that'd be fantastic. Who else? Is, who else is even a shout for Cap though? I mean, obviously Salah. I nope. mean, you just like you were not going to bring up in tech. I was remiss to utter the words Liverpool or Klopp today. Oh yeah, I mean, just fuck me, kill me, everything. But <laughs> fuck me, then early. kill me, or kill me, then fuck me. I don't care the order of operations. But I mean, Salah's still a good captain, at least. Yeah, he subbed him early, so he subbed him probably, early, and he's yeah. he's like the most essential player. <laughs> you know, like. It's he seems so undroppable. He's the what he's doing this season is just ridiculous. You know, you don't drop. Yeah, but you don't drop Kane ever for the same reason. You know. Yeah, but you also like would think that you would play your first team in a derby, and you don't. And so you don't, maybe yeah. Klopp would drop him for because he has similar. He dropped fast. him. And he also dropped him two weeks ago yeah, against. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he has similar like fast fox. Yeah. Yeah, he he's definitely a rotation risk, whereas Kane is absolutely not a rotation risk. Which but I think him nice. subbing him at sixty six, though, I feel like I, I wouldn't be concerned about Cap. Like the, yeah, we no, didn't no. talk about it's him. Not, at the it's Stoke. not like the the other week where we kind of knew that Les Stoke right. game where we kind of knew that he was going to be arrested. It's right, not right. that. Right. I think Sal is totally. Fine. I mean, West Brom are fucking. It's a party team, so you know what they're going to be doing. Not playing defense. Yeah, party. I think that's a fine shout. Terrible. I mean, I totally think Saul is a fine shout. I think, I mean, those are still Captain 1A and 1B to me. I, I don't really think we need to be looking elsewhere at this point. Yeah, there's not really anyone else, right? No. Well, I mean, and Arsenal. You see interesting fixtures. Yeah, Arsenal, West Ham, and shit like, like Lukaku that. Lukaku would be an insane pick. I do kind of feel like Aguero is a really good pick. Yeah, Aguero. Should, should play after that his performance. A million percent ninety minutes this week, this midweek. That could be a ridiculous destruction because Swansea are very bad. They are, but it. at least they park. They do, but City after just fucking doing United, I feel like they're going to be buzzing. Or maybe it's a trap game, and they're just like lackluster bullshit. I- I just did the other thing. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like fucking footy insider, but like when there's one. <laughs> How do we get fo- footy insider out of the <laughs> when there's When there are two days in between games and you have an off day and you're fucking like, like Vanderhorn and you're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, like what's next, gaffer? They're like, City's coming tomorrow to play. Like oh, what am I supposed to do? It's like like you're a set, like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it seems no, absolutely. Like and it's like the- and it's like oh, like at least they'll be tired. It's like no, Coon played zero minutes and they yeah. beat Manchester United, who haven't lost at home in like two years. Yeah, I mean it's like oh, Bernardo Silva comes in, you're a million times better than anyone on my squad. Maybe five players combined into one player, and you're <laughs> fucking bad. Like those are the Some things. Some zombie where I'm just combination like- of Bony, <laughs> Abraham, Ayu. Fur and like Quinkus <laughs> and give me Bernardo Silva all day over that. Yes, obviously. But like those are the things that I just look at these lopsided games in like one day off when they're maybe doing what they're having one training session. Like you're gonna get fucked. Like how are you not gonna get fucked? Yeah, it seems like a fucking is very much in the cards. So for those reasons, I think Kuhn maybe my second favorite captain shot. I would Captain Kuhn over Salah this week. I 
Eddie is probably going to listen to this and go straight triple cap Coon. I just, just again, I'm getting it with Coon this week. I think Coon's Coon's a big time shout. Man, it felt so good earlier in the season when I brought Coon in, and nothing has really felt the same since. Yeah, I'm actually looking at getting him in. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, we need to talk about that. This can't go. What? Why? Why is he a good pick? I mean, first of all, my team is like very, very strange, the format, because I have four absolute dead cert start every week defenders. So I have like a little bit more of like free reign, I feel like, with my formation because Dunk is very rotatable and I have three start every week mids and I have Kane. So like I can rotate you know, a couple, like two for four spots with like a striker spot, two mids and defender. Mm-hmm. And then if Aguero's, obviously he plays either 90 or zero. Like that's been, he hasn't subbed on one, he's subbed on once all year. So you're so not weird. risking, yeah, I mean, you're not risking the one point cameo. So for that, like that's pretty good. I mean, I know it's anathema to just his price, but this kind of similar, like you're talking about like, okay, what do I have right now? Like I have Firmino in that spot, and then I have someone like Ramsey, like a mid-price mid. Like okay, like Ramsey could—he's I mean, dead now, but theoretically, right? Like yesterday, you know, Firmino's like okay, he had the brace, but like his stats are bad. Like there's no one in that eight-five region. Like I don't really love Rom. I don't really love Murata. Like blah blah blah. Ramsey, like okay, like you'll tick along. You'll get like a little assist here and there. Like you'll give me six, seven points. I'll be nice, but like Kuhn could get hat tricks. And nobody owns him in the teams that I'm competing against. So, like, you know, those are the kind of things I'm looking at. Like, is it really that risky looking at my specific team to get him in? I don't think it's that risky. Like, maybe not now or maybe not next week, but, like, soon. Because if I can get another cheap, like, Quainer's been fucking starting. Like, if I could get him in for Nias and then get him, like, Loftus-Cheek in for Ramsey, like, I have Kuhn. You know what I mean? So that's I know kind of what, what I mean. It's just eh. the hardest thing for me is just like I, mean, I don't love Ram or Murata either, but it's very, it. very hard for me to reason Kuhn over either of them. Yeah, just I agree, with the but... fixtures and with the guaranteed starts, and you know, just I know. But do you know? Also, dude, I like it's a game, and I'm emotional, and I fucking miss Kuhn. Yeah, I know. I that's I what I was just saying. Of course, I haven't of had Kuhn all year, have I? The thing is, it's just like, it's no, you definitely haven't. I mean, like, Murata has a hat trick on the year, you know? Like, he's been kind of bad lately, but it's but not like, like he's incapable of it. And same with Rom, you know? It's, but, like, but the feelings. The, yeah, if, if this is pure, pure emotion. It's just like, if you get Kuna in, you're absolutely buzzing. <laughs> But uh, I just can't. it's not. I I wouldn't advise it. I've yeah. been saying for yeah. at yeah. least a month that both Kuhn and Jesus are awful picks, untouchable. In yeah. But like, I don't like fucking. I say a lot of shit. Like I'm a fucking asshole. Like you know, I'm talking yeah. about yeah. a lot of stuff all the time. And when I'm like, oh wow, like uh. you do say a lot when of you shit. a lot of a lot of shit. And when I see Kuhn's little fucking smiling face on that beautiful city Twitter team sheet, like. And I don't own him. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's going to score a hat trick, and I don't yeah. own him. Yeah. 
She maybe we just free hit this week and just go coon. Man, that's ridiculous. I'm not <laughs> doing that, but but you know you, you you feel me, bro. All right. So what else are you looking after your team? We might as well just talk about our teams now that we're here. I think I'm gonna just save. I don't know. You're on one free, right? Yeah, man, I I really need a deep dive because I have in theory good coverage with Ramsey out to hide him because I saw like Stevens and Dunk who are at least like gonna play. But I'm nervous about, obviously, Jones starting because who knows, maybe he's just not fit and it's just like pretend world for Moo. I'm worried about Silva starting midweek. I'm worried about Nias, even though I'm kind of not that worried about Nias. And um, so, I mean, I've got a couple of shouts who could be rested. Yeah, it might be a bloody week for a lot of people. Yeah, like I don't think I'm at risk to not get 11 out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Sterling too, I don't know. But... It would obviously like improve my team this week to get in a punt for Ramsey, but as we found, when there's two two days off, I could easily bring someone in who doesn't play. I mean, I do it all the time. Even what about like Wilf? I was looking we at just, your team; like he should be back to forward. He's there's no chance he's rested. Yeah, no. I mean, it 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 would be a good nice. I think he has good. It's good pick, but I think it's. I'm not sure if I'm committed to. Doing a like for like swap for Ramsey in his price bracket because, because of Firmino. Firmino is a big problem. Like yeah, if he he's problem. he's playing every other game. I mean he's rested. He he was rested in game week thirteen. He's rested in game week sixteen. Like I can't have a player like that on my team. But you're talking about bringing in Coon. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, but like at least fucking Coon's had Hattie potential when he starts. Like Firmino is like I'm lucky if he gets an assist because he barely shoots and but he, he doesn't just got to brace last game. I know, but you know what I mean, dude. <laughs> His stats are circles, bad. Dude. Oh my god! <laughs> he had three shots and he had a brace. Like I know, I know, I know. But like that's what he does. I like, know what you mean. You know, I know what you all mean. right. But fuck. Don't yeah, upset yeah. yeah I think don't upset me. You're upset. You need to decide what you're gonna do with Firmino before yeah. you make any other moves. Basically, yeah, because yeah. if if I if I like for like with Ramsey's spot and I'm still looking at Firmino, like what the fuck's the point of that? Like, give me someone expensive for that, and I get chats. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's makes my main problem. Yeah, yeah. That's my main problem. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. I'm yeah. I'm so, sort I'm of leaning, similar. I mean, I have two frees, yeah, but you? I still have Sane, and I think. It's time. Um, So I basically just need to decide what I want to do with Sané, similar to you with Ramsey, and then that'll kind of dictate the other move that I do. I mean, like I said earlier, I have queued in. I've dialed in right now. I have Chaz Austin in for IU because I have money in the bank, so I can just do that, which feels incredible. Um, (laughs) So good. It feels so good. Like, I use... He did a job for me. You know, like his work rate is tremendous. He rode the pine. He never complained. Two points a week, nailed on. But like, you know, Chaz is Chaz. And then I just, yeah, I just need to decide what I want to do with Sane. Like my defense is terrible. I could maybe minus four upgrade one of my cheap defenders to like an actual good player, but I'm not sure. What about Phil? Coutinho? Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it. I mean, we need to see, like, so he was not rested today. He was hurt. I'm not. Actual. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure yet. I need to see pressers and stuff. Like, he. He fucking subbed on. He subbed on, but he, like, didn't train and was fucked up. Um, Like, Firmino was purely rested, but not Phil. 
So, yeah, I mean, I definitely continues in my thoughts. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. Ozil's in my thoughts. Even, like, Son, Arsenal, we, dude. Son Arsenal. we just talked about. What? What do you have to say about Arsenal? They just terrified. I mean, they were so bad against I mean, Southampton. Ozil had zero chances created. It's not ideal. They, but they have at awful. West Ham, home Newcastle, you know. Then home they're, Liverpool, they're then just, at Palace, at West Brom. Their fixtures are insane. I, do, I know. I just like they're such a schizophrenic team. I don't know if I, I like. I would rather. I would rather go for Sun for the price difference. Well, yeah, the price difference yeah. and the ceiling, like we talked about yeah. earlier. So I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Sun is very much in my thoughts. Even like be. someone like Wolf or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, Wolf could be. I mean, because you're so set with Murata. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much nailed on to have Kane, Austin, Murata up top, which is. Fucking so good. And then RLC first off the bench feels amazing too because he's fucking good. So, yeah, you're, I, my only those other are very simple transfers. Yeah, it's a, it's a great double swap. It just sucks to still have like Duffy, Lejeune, and Vert who are all awful. Yeah, but like at least Vert's on like a good team. Yeah. Duffy, yeah. Lejeune, I thought Tarkowski about, I thought a lot about getting rid of Vert because like, and I don't think any player. Has ever been worse for me, you know, aside from someone who gets injured or whatever. Like one point, one point, zero points, one point, two point is just staggering. But and he's still Spurs are still good and they're still home Brighton, which is like arguably the most cleanable fixture in the league. You know, so what a, it'd be crazy it's not to get time. rid of Vert yeah, this it's week. It's not time. It's yeah, not time. especially I mean, like you said, I think the other. The other tra- the transfer spent in on Sane and, and I are way way better. Yeah. So yeah, I just need to decide what mid I'm like most into right now. But it might be Sun. It might be Sun. I might have talked my way into Chaz and Sun, and it feels pretty I good. Mean, especially like with Loftus Cheek there, you're a little bit more. Yeah, I'm covered. Yeah, you're a little bit more able to take a rotation risk, and that and that'll leave me a mill in the bank. I can do a big like defensive upgrade or something like that. Like. It leaves me a lot of flexibility, and I think it drastically improves my team. Which yeah, I mean, is you could do vert to, vert to Azpil or Vert to like Valencia. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when, what about Rich- yeah? Because Vert has City next week. Um, yeah, we didn't talk at all about Richarlison. I mean, I'm honestly not worried at all. Like, okay. he's got one shard on target in the last four games. Yeah, rewind to like that. Pod or whatever before game week fourteen. I I absolutely predicted this. It was like home United, home Spurs at Burnley. I was like, they're in trouble. Like Watford are really good. I really like them. Really good attacking side. Like those are the worst possible fixtures for an for an attacker. You know. Yeah. I feel like totally fine. Like I like I'm not even factoring those last three weeks, especially with the red card against Burnley. Like. Yeah, it's, they're just not in my thoughts at all. I'll okay. see how he looks and how they look this week, and maybe home Huddersfield the week after. If he still like looks bad and isn't shooting, then okay, I'll have to deal with him. But like he's still like in the box all game versus Spurs, yeah, and like pretty has, threatening, yeah, and like plenty yeah. of shot attempts, but one on target. I mean, that's yeah, kind of been his target. issue all season. Yeah, it's just I'm really not worried about him. Okay. I, I'm sure a lot of people are, and I'm sure people are like getting itchy trigger fingers with him. It's just like it was always going to be the, this with these fixtures to me. It's like not that dissimilar to my like ROM thing from earlier. It's just like 
he did exactly what we knew that he was going to do. So why are we like giving him shit for it or transferring him out for it? You know, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about him. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, I think that's sensible. I, I would be a little reluctant to buy because I, I have been looking yeah. at him here yeah. and there just because I have an animal suit. That's very fair. Reluctant to buy. Yeah, There's you, no reason him, to buy yet, you know? I mean, the fixtures are great and he's in a lot of teams. So, I mean, you would cover yourself there, but. Yeah, but you don't buy. Good, it's so. not, it never feels good to just buy for like pure coverage and not like yeah, someone just who you think is going to score. Yep, agree. Um, All right, brah. Let's slap some asses. What do we got? Yeah. Two this week? Just two anus. I know everyone's everywhere. You know, it's the holidays. We got a lot of anus slaps last week. We got a lot of new lads in the Slack. It feels fucking amazing. I hope you visit us there someday, other listeners from around the world. This week we got Alex Sinclair, great guy. And we got C. Thomas, C. Thompson Pembleton. It's like some make believe name, I don't know. That can't he's, be a real name, right? It's not. No, it's confirmed not real. First thing when he came out, I was like, what the fuck is your name? And then he said, like, his wife's name and his name and something else. I was like, okay. Oh, it's like some like, inside joke with his wife? Or it's like, I don't know. His name's Craig. He's a good guy. Craig Thompson Pembleton. Something like that. Actually, you know. Yeah, yeah give just, him a little slap on the ass. Yeah. He deserves a nice little grundle, little massage of the grundle. He's a good little lad. little massage of the grundle. You know, get in, dude. We're happy yeah, to have yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Happy to have all new friends. Oh, my God. I love new friends. Remember when we had no new friends for a really long time that one summer? <sighs> no friend dads? No friend dads. <laughs> <laughs> Dark actual summer. Wow. But so yeah. fun. Um, Check us out. I think that's it, right? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're probably going to get on Wednesday in fucking like two days. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got to rest our dry, cheeky little dry throats. I can't hey. wait to see who fucking scores for Huddersfield on Tuesday. It's going to be fun for me. I can't wait to see Vert like concede a pen against Brighton. Glenn Murray. Uh, it's going to be fun. Th- Tom Ince's first goal of the season will be this week against Chelsea. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, 100% could see that. Any worry about, like, Christensen getting dropped? No, he's, he's a little, little woohoo, but, yeah, I mean, what the fuck? He's going to put Gaza and fucking Rudiger in there? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. It's just, like, they haven't been keeping cleans. I hope Conte is sensible and not panicking. Because you know his, he has... Triple defense also. Yeah, he has fucking five quintuple defense. <laughs> different people has by different rules. Yeah. Check us out! At FMLPL.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLPL. Support us at Patreon.com slash FMLPL. Cheers.